On this episode of Quantum Week, January 25th through 31st, 2009. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. and We talk about uh, movies and music and headlines and our personal stories. We are in late January 2009 and we're talking Taken. And Just Dance right. um, by Lady Gaga. Yes. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. You're such a fucking loser. <laughs> Why am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you happy in like next 30 seconds here and I'm not happy about it. Because I'm a loser? What do you mean? Yeah, I think you're a fucking loser. Uh, so <laughs> we're going. So if you could pick like any movie to do on the show, what movie would you do? pick? Any movie. Yeah. Well, we already did Pulp Fiction, so that would be my one of choice. Maybe Goodfellas, because okay. I haven't seen it in forever. I'd love to, yeah. I'd love to do that. How about 1982? 1982. What's 82? Oh, Blade Runner. Oh, Blade. Oh, of course, yes. We're Wait doing, a minute. We're doing Blade Runner next week. Yes! Oh, fucking such a loser. Why am I a loser? You don't like... You don't yeah, like... We'll get into it when we do it in the show. I, I don't know. It's just such a loser sci-fi nerd thing to be happy about. <laughs> Why? So yeah, so we're gonna be doing next week. Going to June of '82, we're doing Blade Runner. Nice. Um, there's actually a ton of really good movies in the theater that week. ET was number one. Yeah, we already um, so. Yeah, but I think it was the week Blade Runner came out. So I think it actually was number two that week. And then for the uh, Patreon show, we're gonna do the thing. Um, oh wow, uh, Carpenter, we, right? Yeah, yeah. Which we had a lot of options. We could have done Poltergeist. We could have done uh, a couple <laughs> other movies too. But I picked the thing because it didn't make a lot of money. It only made 19 right. million domestic. So, like, I don't know when we would run into it again. Yeah. So, we're pulled the guys, made money. Let me see what, what else we could have done. Um, we already done Rocky Three. We could have done Annie, which... Um, That's interesting. We could have done Star Trek Two. Who was at the con. Who was Annie in that movie? Oh, Alien Queen. Uh, but it's um, it's 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 a uh, Anne Rankings uh, in it. Um, Albert Finney plays Warbucks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah John yeah. Houston directed it. It's a, a oh, mo- right. movie I watched a ton as a kid. Yeah, me too. Um, but not since, of course. You know, you watch that when you're like, yeah, but my little sister, my sister, much younger oh, than me, so it was on. Okay. It was on a lot of my house, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, but yeah, so we'll do. Uh, I, I would, you know, I, I honestly, I'd rather talk about Poltergeist than the thing. But yeah, I, but we'll get to. Poltergeist. I haven't seen the thing in forever. Honestly, though, maybe so it might be in, but the thing just didn't make any money. In fact, yeah. This, this, so this was the weekend that Blade Runner came out. Yep. It's also the weekend the thing came out. The thing opened at eight. Mm. So like, <laughs> yeah, like this might be our only chance to do it. So uh, no, I'm glad we are. Yeah. And we don't do a lot of horror. Never done right. Carpenter. So. We never did Carpenter. That's another that, reason I was yeah. kind of like, all no, right. That's a, so. that's a good choice. So Blade Runner, so you'll be very happy. Okay, good. You'll yeah. be happy too. All right. It'll be fun. Um, that's good. I love 80s. Like we, we uh, you know, we just got through 1980, which was our, you know, our right. earliest shows. And we, the the music is fun to talk about then. So I'm sure I'll find some great well, stuff I'm in sure. 82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Those those will be fun. So uh, that's next week. But this week is, uh, of course, Taken. Taken. Um, so... CinemaScore gave it an A, and yep. um, when CinemaScore gives something an A, you know that it's uh, going to be not very good. No, that's um, not true. That's not true. I also would like to say that Ebert gives it a 2.5 stars out of 4 and yep. then proceeds to kick the ever-living living shit out of it. No, I... Uh, uh, he was not... Pre- he Like, his compliment was Liam Neeson um, justif- like, does a good job in movies, basically. All right. 
And and then goes on to say, now listen to this. Using CIA contacts at Langley, Mills, that's Liam Neeson's character, is able to use his garbled tape of their conversation to determine the name of his girl's kidnapper, Marco, that he's Albanian, that his ring kidnaps young tourists, drugs them and runs them as prostitutes. The virgins are auctioned off to Arab sheikhs and so on. Headquarters also tells Mills he has 96 hours to rescue his daughter before she meets a fate worse, fate worse than death followed by death. And... I mean, he's right. Like, none of this is believable. This movie is not trash, but I would say it is a D plus C minus, C minus tops. Not a very good movie at all. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, it's a, between a B minus and a C plus for me. Uh, oh my God. How, how have you become the most generous grader in the history of this show, I should history be. Not- shows two people in the show, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not much of a- but over the you know 160 episodes, I mean, I've always been a more realistic no. and and more grounded uh, reviewer. Grounded. Than you are. No, you've been generous on some. You don't absolute like high. You don't like the sand. You don't like anything. Well, those oh, are unless there's little aliens. You, I, I absolutely. Beep up, up. I actually agree that I'm harsher on some of those movies than maybe I should be. But something like this, which is a you didn't ver- even like Animal House. <laughs> not, like, that was like not, that is not a good movie. That's not a good miserable movie. fuck. <laughs> Animal House is better than Blues Brothers, but not by much. Uh, and I, but you are super generous with some of the movies that are really. I would expect you to look at this movie and be like, the script is absolute dog shit. It is, and the, some of the action's cool, but some of the action is bullshit. Like they really scrimped on some things. Like the car chases, dude. That is, after we've seen the town with one of the most yeah. amazing car chases Blues ever. Brothers, and even Blues Brothers. I mean, we, we, we've been lucky with car chases. We chase have been lately. lucky, but then you see the car chase in this one, and it's like, you know, it's shaky cam and fast yeah. cuts and nothing. You car- never feel like yeah. you're experiencing Pierre it. Pierre Morel is the director. He oh, my God. He, he has some strengths and some weaknesses. I actually don't think the direction is that terrible. No, um, there's some good stuff. But I actually think it's 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 actually pretty good at times. Um the, the script itself, written by Luke Besson, your friend Luke Besson. He's not anymore. Okay. I'm down on Luke oh, Besson. Are you? Yeah, like fucking hack. Oh, uh, he is a hack. Yeah, he is. His script sucks. It's really bad. It's really bad. This is a bad script. It is. So yeah. <laughs> let me let me have a sip of my uh, you, nice, what, what, my, yeah, my Coca Cola. You, you, you catch your breath a little bit and you you let the the gears grind a little bit in the in the in the I'm skull grump, there. I'm grumpy at you anyway right now. You are grumpy. Wait, you're not grumpy at me. I'm grumpy because the weather's bad. The so weather's I, bad. I want to take it out on you. But there's nothing. Take it. But out I like I like to beat you up. It makes me. I makes me. Happy. You're not gonna beat me up on this one because if you give this a B minus, you're a fucking idiot. So oh, then I'm a fucking continue. idiot then, man. <laughs> Everyone's every, every dumb but Macarano. Uh, <laughs> Which you get taken. Ah, Which someone coming to you right now and take you. What are you, you. a grandma? Is your knee aching too, buddy? <laughs> Fucking grandma. Kidnap you. It's so cold. Yeah. I, uh, okay, so let me let me explain why I give it this review. Fine. If you will. Okay, so for one thing, the scene. The scene that this is most known for. You know, I have a particular set of skills. Yep. That scene is fantastic. It's a really good one. It is one of the best scenes I've ever seen in any action movie. Just that scene. If you just isolate just that scene. It is really well done. Like the direction is fantastic because uh, eventually, you know, there's, there's stuff going on in that in that bedroom. Uh, but the uh, the camera is focused solely on Liam Neeson's reaction, yeah, which is much more interesting. And also, then some like you know generic action scene where they kidnap a girl, yeah. You know, obviously it's horrible what's happening to her, but it's almost more horrible when you see it from the father's point of view, right? And it's also more relatable, and it also that's the journey we're going. We're going, we're you know, we're seeing we're seeing Liam Neeson exact, I don't say revenge or whatever, find justice or save his daughter or whatever, and you know to believe he's going to go to the heights that he's going to go to, we need to see him at his lowest. We do, 
Uh, and, you know, he's completely helpless to for his daughter, which every father I'm sure can relate to like, oh, I can't help my kid yeah. and I want to and I can't, you know, obviously the stakes are much lower for most people. But um, so that scene, I mean, obviously it's so iconic. Yeah. Um, and the way actually as much as bad as the script is, that scene is written really well. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a really, it's really, 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 really good. I agree. Um, so that elevates it along like that's a really good five minutes i <laughs> that justifies the b minus well no no it, it is you're absolutely it right, right though the bat, you know right off the bat any movie with that scene it's gonna be hard to call trash and it's you know they're they're also lucky to have liam neeson here too who does a, he does a really great job i mean he liam neeson's a great actor right like, and he's, we he's forget really like so you know before this movie came out liam neeson was you know obviously in the 90s he's a uh a very uh he's in a lot of prestige films obviously schindler's List, the yep. most famous yes in the 2000s he kind of changes to becoming more of like that mentor that usually dies in movies whether it be batman begins or, or uh, in star Games wars in yeah. new york or star wars yeah so like he has kind of this run in the in the first uh decade of the 2000s as like a mentor yeah um that kind of adds a level of class and gravitas to action movies totally you know or, or you know obviously gangs in new york but gangs in new york it, 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 you needed to have someone memorable because the priest balance character hangs over the whole movie it does right so before taken he wasn't really known as an action star i mean that's the only thing we think of him now because the last decade it's always done but because of the success of this movie but um so to have someone like liam neeson in an action movie was kind of like a change up a novelty yeah absolutely. and um and he is fantastic he's, he's really great. good in this movie especially when you consider how bad the script is he's really good he is really good and he totally sells all the action scenes as well like you totally believe it he and he's like he's 55 when they shot this yeah and like i totally now obviously if you watch it closely there's a lot of fast edits of course and you know they're obviously doing some cheats with stuff but like he's such a big guy naturally um that you kind of believe you, you i i bought it i bought it i mean maybe i shouldn't have but i did no i i, I lost that that's I lost myself in the movie when when those action scenes were happening because I, it was believable. Other parts, it, you know, I got pulled out, like the car chase scene, as I mentioned earlier. Car chase is pretty bad. In this yeah. movie. They're, not, they're not well shot. There's other shit too, but but uh, but the action scenes, he's quite good, and he's always a good actor. Like he's always he always puts an effort. He's a good he's a good actor. I think this movie's edited really well. Like it's a really quick brisk pace it is it never quite lags. Like I don't think I was really ever. It's only ninety minutes, which yeah. is very short for a feature film um it it moves really briskly it does it it's sort of it's the same path as the as the transporter movies it's the same thing where you you're just not hung there they don't give a shit about the dialogue you're not hung up well, it's on a lot it. of the it's, same creative team yeah it's just the you know those are just the moments the glue between the action scenes yeah like the first 20 minutes of this movie you know before we before she gets taken like the <sighs> Like Leland Orser's a good actor, so like when you see good actors pop up, it does like whoa! You're like, oh, they almost jump off the screen. Um, Leland Orser is one of the friends uh, in his like in yeah. his group. Like, yeah. but like, it's even funny seeing there's a group in the beginning of the movie. If you haven't seen this, four like ex Green Marines, Green Beret, yeah, that are now like doing security for celebrities, I guess. And um, two of the guys are like terrible actors. You know, I mean, these guys <laughs> are just they're just not like, they're just like. They're not, or I shouldn't say that. That's probably not, that's probably too far, but like, they're not good actors, right? Like, and the script is bad. So, you know, whatever. They're just like, not very good. Nope. And then Leland Orser and, and Leonisa, obviously also we know them, but they both are like, whoa, it's almost, so it's weird. It's like a weird acting workshop where you see people who are like really talented, people yeah. who maybe aren't, but they're having a conversation. It's very jarring. Yeah. 
And then you have, um, you know, silly scenes like that, like domestic scenes that don't work or they like don't. weird interactions like Liam Neeson with the guy that sells him the karaoke machine. I know what you, you come in here every, you know, every week to Look for at like, like in this shitty it's a piece of shit. It's a shitty ca- And like <laughs> the guy plastic. behind the store says that all the stars use this shitty machine right? and he buys it. He like bought, he's like, oh yeah, this is, this is definitely the fucking karaoke machine of the stars. Like we're supposed to believe Liam Neeson's like this really savvy guy that like can, you know, can see through any lies. He's in some sort of pawn and shop. And guy's selling him this like shitty line. Shitty. And like, he's like, oh, really? Oh, I, Beyonce uses this piece of junk karaoke machine? This like off-brand? I mean, anybody, like, it doesn't, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to know that that's a piece of shit equipment. Like, the speakers are tiny on the thing. It's not gonna, it's gonna sound like absolute ass. <laughs> it's so <laughs> shitty. Actually, I, the one thing is that daughter is the sweetest girl in the world. She really is. To even is. pretend to like that piece of junk karaoke Kim, Kim she is really just, sweet. like, smash the like, what the fuck is this trash? You know what's funny about Maggie Grace? So she's 25 here playing a 17-year-old. And, yeah. And she's really tall, too, so it's kind of hard. I mean, she has a young, definitely a very young-looking face, but then you see her in something like Law and she's gorgeous and doesn't look like a child but in this thing and she it, was much was funny you lost was 2004 right she looks That's older five there. years before this yeah but she looks really young here and part of it is because you know famke is like six feet tall liam neeson's really tall yeah. too and she's five like she's five nine she's really tall but it be, still yeah. kind of works and and the way she moves her body too she looks like kind of a little girl so, sort of all over the place in uh, in the way she moves it was kind of funny just to see her act down like that, that far. She did pretty good. She did pretty I good. I thought she was. A I like kid. her. I like Famke uh, Jansen too. In in general, she was of course um, Jean Grey in the X Men films oh, and some ugh, other stuff. I'm a loser. She's of course in Rounders. She's of course in Rounders. Ugh, your go to <laughs> is this fucking X Men. Whatever. She's she's done some. She's done some cool stuff. But I, I've always liked her. And I, um, but her dialogue is absolute shit. She's the worst wife I've ever. <laughs> I've ever I, I give Famke Jansen credit for being such a horrible she person. Is the worst. Like, person. She just like goes all in. She's like, eh, this person. He's a complete asshole. I, like this movie's so made for men. Like they make the woman character to be such a like a, a horrible. Like it's made for like divorced guys. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. So the problem here, I hate their ex-wives. The problem here is we don't see Mills's character do wrong, right? So of course, so he's so the backstory no, he does is great, right? The ba- <laughs> but the backstory is right. He's he was away on you know working for the CIA and never home. But we never see that, so we never think of him as like a bad or an absent father. And all we know, you know, this what we see of him is he's trying to rebuild this relationship with his daughter, and he's just being a nice guy the entire the entire time, buying his daughter these this beautiful, stunning you know karaoke. <laughs> machines uh, and saving pop stars and like getting her voice lessons and shit. So he's just a really nice, sweet guy. Even lets her go to Paris, even though he knows she's lying about it. So, but then we just see fucking uh, Lenny Lenore, um, the ex-wife Famke, just like pass everything from passive aggressive to openly hostile. Yes. Um, you know, allowing like knowing that the daughter's lying, totally yeah. you know destroying his parental <laughs> authority right in front of his kid. She is the fucking worst, the worst. Liam Neeson's life when this movie starts out is so awful. He's, he's in like in a this hotel room, shitty apartment. Yes. I love how they have like two pieces, like two things of Chinese food in front of him. <laughs> yes, like, I he's in, indicate he's like a single guy. Yes, and um. His, his his apartment is so he has his friends come over they like they feel bad for him they like so he's <laughs> yes. cooking on the grill his friends are like so uh you see your daughter ever and he's like <laughs> right. oh, so, so i just saw her you know for her birthday <laughs> it's like oh cool is she ever gonna come over he's like maybe maybe <laughs> So Has she slept over yet? Not yet? We're working on it. It's like, <laughs> oh, how bad. That's the thing. It's like they never, they don't give us any of that 
negativity. So all, all we think of is he's just a nice guy and who are these horrible people that won't let him into their lives. I kind of so like, like that he's such a loser. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know he kills like a hundred people. And he's such a loser. He's like, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. Okay, and then you have this uh, bizarre, <laughs> bizarre sequence at a concert where uh, yeah. they're doing security for this, uh, this like singer. Yeah. Who's, you know, supposed to be very famous. And like Liam Neeson's like bothering her as she's training for her vocal exercise. He's so unprofessional. <laughs> I know. And then he saves her from this like random guy that wants Knife to stab attacker. her. It's so pathetic and weird. And uh and they speed off. But like so all that stuff obviously is really corny and lame and like super lame. That's the thing. So here's my thing with the movie. It's like, all right. Okay, so the critic in me would love to see a more complicated, sophisticated movie. I would love to see a movie where maybe he his daughter dies, but maybe the he has to then have a moral like the second act would end with the daughter dying yeah so now he has a moral dilemma do you then go and try to save the other girl right do you like do you risk your life oh that's a good one or who you know potentially also kind of endanger your daughter right or you know or also do you want to exact revenge for the guys that did this to your daughter right um you know or you have a you know or or maybe it's more complicated with the um from k's husband you know maybe he has some sort of stuff going on you know they kind of hint about that and they kind of just throw it away well that comes up in the in, in the, the sequels the i'm sequels, sure yes. yes right um i love that you've seen these movies no i haven't i just read about i think no, i don't read I, I try not to read ever about the sequels oh really yeah it's, it's just there so, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, i never I think, do always skip i think i've actually seen the second one but i have not seen the third one i mean i only had seen this one yeah but like but like this isn't but like i don't in these it's like all right well the first 20 minutes is so bad that if you had any extra like actual drama or like, you know, if you dial back the action, and had more of these kind of interactions, it would just be shit. It would be shitty. That's why I wish they wouldn't do it. Just start with the premise of, of we don't even, we don't need any of these interactions because it doesn't, it doesn't elevate his character anyway. All we need to, all we would need to know is he was an absent father and his daughter gets abducted and that would be enough we don't have to think of him as a hero before he does all those all I these think things you, so you would you would have the movie just open with the daughter getting kidnapped or close to it yeah like you know or you just maybe you see him just getting back into her life again or something and she gets abducted and then you just go from there we don't need all that backstory it's bullshit we just don't need it. It's enough. I think you might need it though because the movie's ninety minutes. <laughs> I know. Maybe. Well, do more action then. I mean, maybe they just didn't want to spend I, the money. I don't know. I, I mean, it's only so much action. I mean, I think they were really. You could, you <laughs> could tell stretching. at times they were like, oh, is, let's let's let this. Like you know, they even like they even risk. go out of their way to like have him break out this uh, during the birthday party. He breaks out this like busted up like disposable <laughs> camera. I know. And then they so we know we took a picture of her, right? Yes. So the audience knows that. But to make this movie stretch out a little bit and also, I guess, like show that he cares about his daughter again, they show him putting the picture into, they actually show him getting go, he goes and gets to develop. They show that. Yep. Then they show him put the picture in the, in the frame. Like if this, yeah. if this movie wasn't so worried about time, you would just have like, we only need one of those three things to happen. You know, we don't need three things to tell us the same thing. Right. But because they need to kind of like, oh, it's kind of make sure we hit that 90 mark guys. Then, then take the credits the- are five minutes. The credits move, scroll pretty slow. Like, it's not an accident. <laughs> this is like made for TV. Here. So they then just take an extra, you know, two weeks and write a better script. I mean, just do something a little think bit better. Capable, Matt. I guess not. I mean, look, look, look. well, you're right because Luke Besson's like I've made a hundred movies or I made ten movies. I don't need to fucking. He's made a. Also, he can't write. Like we've proven that with Fifth Element. Yeah, we covered that for the show. Um, you know, I know a professional, but professional didn't have a lot of dialogue. No, it didn't. 
it's, it's not an accident. No, no. Like his other stuff is stupid. Like yeah. honestly, like these transporter, I've seen like bits and pieces. Like these are dumb. Idiots. Ah, the first transporter is fun. It's fun because we, we haven't seen we haven't seen Jason Stratham yet. We haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, him yet. I had. I saw him in Snatch. Um, not in that way though. I guess I don't really need to see the different sides of Jason Statham. He's <laughs> this fucking complex. Well, we saw the Meg. You know that was one side. Great actor of you know, and it's not one of the you know. The first transport is interesting. You like these all about these Fast and Furious. <laughs> all about you, them. You like to see the different I'm layers of Jason Statham. I'm not. I'm not going to see like John Cena in uh, in in number nine. <laughs> FF9. We, saw, we, saw, we saw a different side of John Cena with the <laughs> we did train wreck. A, <laughs> oh god, that was the worst. He's so bad. <laughs> um. Uh, so there's not so like all right. So I was like watching. I'm like well. Yeah, obviously, there's a part of me that would would like to see a more, you know, complex film here potentially, but that's just not what this is. And honestly, for what it's doing, so if you just isolate what it's doing, if you stop, if, if you stop wanting it to be something that's that it can't be, that it, it simply cannot be, it can it, the people involved it could not be, yeah. Then and just kind of appreciate for what it is. Like, oh, all right, this is kind of a brisk, fun watch. Now, I, as, as the second time I watched it, I'm like, oh, I'm still kind of entertained by this. Like, I like that Liam Neeson, like, <laughs> goes into that guy's house, has dinner with their family, I know. and then shoots, shoots the wife, the wife. <laughs> For really no reason. He could have just taken her, like, he could have, like, he could have done something else. I know. Could have shot the guy in the kneecap or something. I know. I was thinking maybe he just grazed her and didn't actually get the he meat there. He got her pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so mean first like apologize to your wife for me it's like oh, I, well, well, I don't think it's gonna so. go a long way liam no, <laughs> I, I think you're i think you're not coming over to dinner again but actually i wondered they never they never explained so they explained that there was a relationship with the two guys before pierre is that the guy the the two guys before but you never knew whether he was over at their house before and if the wife knew him yeah. or if he just social engineered himself in the door I think you she know? knew him she seemed to have like a, it didn't seem it kind of but they never explained it and i, I thought that I was a big miss that. So did Barbara, but I was like, they never, but they never really said that. So I, I further believe, so it would have been more, what they could have done instead of the stupid family stuff at the beginning is show him social engineer her or show him. he made some connections too, that we never got to see. Like he arrived at some places that they, he, he tells us why he got there, but we never actually see that journey to get there. They could have done that instead of the stupid family stuff in the beginning. You want to see the journey of how he gets there? No, but I'm just saying like, what? No, um, he, he, I can't remember. Like you exactly want to see him put the puzzle pieces together? A little. You could have done that instead of the Famke shit in the beginning. We don't even need Famke in this movie. You yeah. trust these guys to write a good detective scene? But they, but I, well, they didn't. It would have been that would play, really that would have been more interesting than the family shit in the beginning. I, I, in a weird way, I, I almost like it was so weird and stupid and goofy. Like it's almost like entertaining to me. It's like so funny. Like, I think it's funny to see this guy be a, like, that's funny to me. <laughs> it was funny to see him like hang out with his friends. And, like it's awkward banter. It's like people <laughs> who had obviously never hung out ever. No, they've never. It was together. so weird. Remember that time back in Afghanistan? Remember that time when this happened? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. I, like, no. if it's like the most blatant, obvious thing yeah. ever. Uh, it's like hanging out with high school friends. Be like, remember when 12th grade happened? Oh, they fucking did this. They, they, so they do it again with the, uh, they have really had to build up his relationship with his daughter, which is so stupid because any dad is going to want to save his daughter. You don't need to build it up. So the story that they tell is, remember that time in, in Beirut when we were all whatever, and you you weren't there because you flew 9,000 miles to go hang out with your daughter or something yeah, on her birthday. birthday yeah. It's like, we don't need to build that up again. He's a we great dad. We, we know. But he's not a great dad because he was basically out of his daughter's not, life for the whole we know. time. <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah. he's the worst dad ever and husband ever because he basically ends up getting his, you know, his family kidnapped three times through three movies. Yeah, well, we don't we don't talk about the sequels here unless we must we whatever. Them, so we don't know what happens. Uh, but in Taken One, uh, there's there's also another. <laughs> See, I kind of it's, it's, it's just a stupid, it's so stupid. It's stupid. You can't um, give us a B minus. 
And maybe a seatbelt. Are you get, wait? Are you gonna? Are you yeah, gonna, I'm gonna no, it. you cannot recommend this <laughs> movie. What is this? Oh yeah, it's, for what it for what it is. Oh. It's, it's done. It's 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 fun for what oh. it is. Oh, all right. What you were gonna say something? So they have this whole thing, this whole domestic <laughs> scene in the first act, <laughs> where they find out that the daughter and the mother are both lying to Liam Neeson yes. about she's not just gonna be in Paris. She's no, gonna be she's all over the, Europe and on tour with. You too? What? How? What cool kid in in two thousand nine is on tour with you too? <laughs> but but we don't but we don't need that because she never leaves. You know, by her own she, France, she never leaves France by on her own. We don't. So why do we need to know that? Just because we want to show Famke and Kim as deceitful bitches, like that's they, it. They really need to. They really need to show like how, why? how awful. It's so weird. That's such a weird because it elevates Liam Neeson's character more. We don't need to. He's a dad. He's gonna want to save his kid. That's it. That's all we need. Like, why do we need to? Why do we need to make these, 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 this family the worst family ever? And the fucking stepdad, who's this like? I like that guy. He's kind of a. He's like, you know, I've got some connections too. Well, let's not all go whipping out our dicks right now. Like this is. Like, come on, he got yeah. on the plane. He did get on the plane. Yeah. I guess you had to explain and that. I guess the money, because we don't know. He's broke as shit. <laughs> How could he be broke as shit? He worked. He was doing some serious. Like danger pay shit. There's no way he's broke. This guy's a mess. He is a mess. But did he, oh, didn't he pull out like a big chunk of money from like a toilet or something? Did, did, did that happen in this one? No, he didn't do oh, that. What are you talking about? <laughs> he has money. He was fucking CIA. They always do that. They always pull out fucking a gun and like a bunch of and passports and shit from a fucking from toilets. Matt, Matt, Matt wants all these <laughs> toilet scenes. <laughs> I don't want them. I'm just, it's just, ah, this whole thing was just derivative and stupid. It's, the action scenes were fine. Yeah, I, I like the action scenes. And, you know, the, the, like I said, that core scene is, is very good. That is, yes, but we're talking five minutes of the movie. The movie's not very long, Matt. <laughs> that's <a good laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, 20% of but the film. I, I, I really, I do. I, I, I like I like the movie. It's fun. I, you put it on. It, it's a dumb action movie for sure. Um, I, You know, you, if you're listening, you're probably like, well, Chris, you know, you attack Marvel movies. I'm I'm giving this about what I give a Marvel movie. The difference, the anger I have for Marvel movies, I feel that they've also really destroyed the movie industry yeah and i also don't like how they're always trying to prostitute their next film in the middle of this like they they were constantly like ruin the art they're making to sell more down the line like that to me is irritating is obnoxious it takes me out of the film this doesn't have this is no. the, kind of a goofy action movie with a guy that's definitely slumming obviously he ends up slumming for the next 10 years which is kind of a shame think about it it, kind it of, is a shame kind of ruined liam neeson's you know career a little bit but um in a way, I mean, he made a lot of money, but he, oh, wasn't, this is a he wasn't doing good stuff anymore. Billion dollar franchise. I mean, yeah, and he also does like you know. Next thing you know, he's a like an the, ice road trucker or whatever. He's a, yeah. whatever he's doing. He's in all these now action movies where he's constantly doing actiony things. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen any of them except for there was one where his plane went down in like Alaska or something. He was battling wolves. Um, that entire uh, is it the gray? I think it's the gray, yeah. which actually was pretty interesting. That was an interesting one. And I love that type of type of landscape anyway, seeing Alaska. Is yeah. Like, it's really kind of fun, but that was, that was a cool one, but I hadn't seen any other ones. So you got a, you got a, you know, a really good act, like a, a way too good actor in this movie. Way too good. Um, you got, so you got a good actor. You kind of a long ride with him. This, you know, some funny goofy stuff up top, which I kind of enjoy from just a, I kind of like laughing at it. Just make, it, I just enjoy it. And then you have a really good, powerful scene. And then you have some pretty good action stuff. That's like, true. That, that, like, eh, you know, uh, just, if you're, if, look, you know, Ebert, you know, you read some of Ebert's review, but the, for me, Ebert's review was the thing that I took away with was, was he was saying that with something like this is really hard to review 
He did say because that. if you like the premise, if you like this kind of movie, then you're gonna like this movie. If you're not someone that wants to see action, or you're just not in the mood for action that night, or whatever, if you're just not a fan of action movies, a lot of people aren't. Yeah, then you're not gonna like this movie. Like it's pretty much clear. If you like action movies, you're gonna like Taken. Yeah, if you don't like action movies, you're not like. Then you wouldn't anyway. Like, there's no. It's it's that simple. It's tough though because so this type of a, it's this is a different type of action film, but. You know, when you have like the the close combat, this is more like the Steven Seagal type of action movie. Yeah. Whereas, and I'm, we'll probably run into one or two of those and those probably won't hold up well. But like I, but the action films that we've seen lately have been the early, earlier, like the 80s stuff. So Predator. Predator. Yeah. And that's tough. You know, that's so Predator's much, much better. Than like that. so much better. And it's a worse actor. And but we haven't uh, covered too many action movies. I guess show. we haven't. I guess we haven't, but I just, the compare, it's tough now. You know, it's, it's tough to, to make the comparison because something like Predator is just way better. It's just so much better. It's just so much more Predator fun. Is, Predator is a lot better. I mean, you have a better director. Yeah. Um, you have a better supporting cast. Yeah. Um, it's more fun too, even though the action isn't as, isn't like as physical. Um, you know what I mean? Like the action's slower. You're not yeah. seeing the hand-to-hand combat really. I, like, like I, I liked Predator a lot. Yeah. I, I, you know, this is, Predator's better than this for sure. But this, like, I guess it's not a good, I was just going to say like The Abyss. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, that's but a, it's right, it's like not a hand to hand combat yes, one. That's yeah. that's what I'm trying to equate it to. And it, we, you know, unless we, we get run to into like a lot of those like Stallone, Seagal and, and, Stallone and, and, and the, um, like the, Van Damme and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Did Van Damme's film? Maybe one or two of his did pretty well. And the I'm Seagal's sure, I know did like one or Time two Cop did. Time Cop did, and then a few of his other ones. Did. Or even actually, we'll probably get to um, like some of the maybe the Jackie Chan stuff, mm-hmm. or at some point, um, or the Jet Li stuff even. Uh, that and that might be a better comparison to something like this, where it's more martial arts and and. Uh, and quicker hand-to-hand combat. It'll be nice to. It'll be. It'll be interesting to, to see the difference between the, that type of that movie and this movie. Those movies in this movie. I would. I, I. I would be lying if I said I wouldn't watch an entire movie of Liam Neeson just being this like loser, like <laughs> divorced dad. Like I would watch a movie of that. <laughs> I think that's called Love Actually. Oh, I've not seen that. Oh well, there you go. Um, the other thing is Mills gets captured so stupid. Like he he makes the right move for um you know 60 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. and then walks out of a room and gets captured in like one he's second he's excited to see his daughter i buy that he just saw his daughter finally he's and like then he, gets out of it really stupidly too the you know he's chained to a fucking pipe in the ceiling lucky. he gets lucky that's dumb this that's bad it's bad he, writing if you're gonna kill like a thousand guys you need to lock once in a while <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you th- how do you how did he even like get out of france he just he like he left he left like probably thirty bodies in France before he left. Well, where did he go? Home. Oh, home. Oh, they got I, a private plane. I. That's the other thing. Like he just he destroyed half of France. <laughs> he did more damage to France than World War One, and they still let him fucking leave the country. Yeah, at some point you're like, all right, is this really worth it? Like at some point, it's like, is it, <laughs> like. How much is your daughter's life worth, really? Like, like you kill you a lot. A lot this poor, poor woman gets shot in the arm. Got a lot of stuff going on. Like, you know, like at some point, it's like, all right, you know, enough's enough. Yeah, but, go home. It, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Like something like this, it's a. I mean, I, I, you know, I was driving up to do, do a show. I'm like, there's just not much to talk about. And then the really. shake, I mean, the shake is begging to get shot in the head do, at the end, where yeah. he's got, he's got, uh, right. you know, Maggie by the, you know, knife to the throat. He's, he's, he's like holding her like three feet away from his body. But why? Of course, he's going to take the shot. Why does the shake just give him? Give, like, it's just one, like he's got. He's a shake. He's probably got like a thousand girls. Like, yeah, this one. Hey, you can have her back. It's fine. Well, he probably knew he was going to get shot anyway. Like the shake. Although that's going to cause an international 
incident. This guy's got, you know, Sheikh's probably a billionaire. I think. Yeah, you think there's going to exact some uh, revenge on that. But no. I like that the Sheikh's, like, assistant was kind of cheap. He's like, well, I don't want to spend half a million. Like, he was oh. like, okay to buy it up to a certain point. It's like, I can't, I can't, can't justify that. That's, that's <laughs> too much money. Well, I, that was the other thing I didn't buy. He's like, well, I don't I know. Just, I, don't I can't know. expense this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check with the accountant. But uh, but the, that was the other thing, too, is I didn't buy $50,000 for these chicks. Never mind 100000 or 500000 Yeah, that's a like, lot that, of money, that's right? That's a lot of money for, because, I mean. Well, they say because she's a virgin, she was worth yeah, more. Yeah, but not. Five hundred. I mean, you could find. I mean, they, they. I mean, when we found that guy Peter at the airport again, he was picking up another girl. That's right. Apparently, this guy picks up like girls every day. So I don't can't actually get half a million for each one. And not only that, they they let um, Kim's buddy just OD. If they're if they're actually worth a hundred thousand right, dollars, yeah. you're not going to let the hundred thousand dollars OD. No, no way. You know, you're not going to turn tricks with her for like fifty bucks. You I know, agree. You're, you're going to sell her to a shake for a hundred thousand. I mean, she was as pretty as as Kim, relatively. But she wasn't a virgin though. But okay, fine, fifty thousand. But fine, uh, I think the person before Kim was something like fifty to one hundred thousand or something. But sell her for twenty thousand. I mean, mm. you're not going to let twenty thousand dollars OD. Is I all agree. Yeah, that didn't make sense. No, either. this movie was dumb. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. No, maybe she just had a bad reaction to the drugs. We don't. We don't know what happened there. We they didn't. They didn't show us that thing. <laughs> they didn't give us. <laughs> we didn't get the Kim story. Um, <laughs> Could have added another good five minutes to this movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is fine. Like, you know, I mean, it's a very, very mild recommendation. Dumb is barely up. But I, I mean, it's saying, but I, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. I was like, all right, this is kind of fun. It's fine. The I, action you know, sequences are I'd fine. already seen it before, but even the first time I saw it, I went in with very low expectations. Yeah, me too. I will admit, I saw both times I've seen it. I saw both at home. I didn't really pay a lot of money for it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I had drove over the theater, doled out money, bought popcorn, you know, like no. this whole thing. It was yep. like my whole Friday night. It was like, all right, well, it's 90 minutes of my night. I watched it last night. Like, all right. Yeah, it was fine. You know, and, it was, and I remember I, when I watched it the first time, same thing. It was like really late at night. I threw it on. I'm like, oh, this is pretty entertaining. God damn it. The only reason why I would potentially even, it's, it's, it's not a good movie, but the only reason why I potentially recommended is because if you're going to see any of the Liam Neeson action films of this ilk, where he's karate chopping his way through Europe or something. The last 10 years of Liam Neeson's career, basically. Except for The Grey. The Grey is kind of an outlier and an mm-hmm. interesting one. See that one, if you like that type of thing. But if you're going to see one of them, then see this one, is what I would say. I have no idea. I've not seen any of the other ones. I cannot speak of well, them. I see this one, the second one of this one. Have I seen any of the other? There's another one that's less karate choppy, where his wife, he thinks his wife is dead. Um, I don't remember what the, I vaguely remember that, and I can't remember if that's got some action. I think that one has some action in it too. But if you're gonna see one, see this one. So the release for this was weird. So this came out. This is you know technically a French film. It was uh, oh yeah. Uh, obviously, the director's French and Luke Besson's involved, but you know obviously it's all English speaking. But um, this was released in I want to say February of '08 in France. Laura saw it studying abroad in August of '08 that year. So Laura saw it, huh? Because uh, she was in Australia for college, and um, and then you know wouldn't we release in the United States until January of '09? Actually, I saw that weird release schedule. Uh, so I've often seen that movies are premiered abroad before the United States, which, which I thought was weird. Not always, but, sometimes. No, I've, but I've seen it more often than I would have thought, especially yeah, in American it, films. It happens sometimes, but not like a year. Not a year. That seemed really seemed strange. Really weird. Yeah. yeah. So um, did they just think that the American audience would? I know Liam Neeson even said, I just kind of thought this was like a one-off, just kind of a I fun I think he thought thing. it was going to go direct to video, yeah. which I'm sure everyone involved did. It didn't cost a lot to make, and it just. but uh, I think the success it had 
abroad they brought abroad and then they're like all right well the studio felt confident about doing because it actually was marketed pretty heavily remember how much this yeah commercials on tv a ton there there was a lot of so they're like all right well this is doing their audiences you know we talk about cinema score getting a i think you're absolutely wrong about that just because it gets an a doesn't mean it's bad cinema score sucks what's that cinema score sucks i'm not denying that but a doesn't mean it's bad you just have to read into it a little bit like all right so a probably means it's like kind of movie the audience will go home happy it doesn't sure. always mean bad. Yeah. Like there's some great movies that audiences go home happy with. Um, like E.T. probably got a cinema score very high. Like, you know, like there's some great movies that. It's true. I've like just a seen a lot Jurassic of like. Jurassic Park had an A cinema score. B's and stuff for, for nicer, for good, for better. Yeah, you can get, yeah, yeah, you can get, right. The, the, it just probably means the movie is a happy ending, honestly. That's yeah. Typically the, 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 the tell there. Um, right. So an A cinema, does that really mean it's a, a film of high, does that mean it's, on the other end, does that mean it's a film of high quality? No. no. It, doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything. This means that audiences walked home happy, but I guess it does mean that they're in theory going to go home and tell their friends. There is going to be word of mouth. Um, yeah. And I guess that was happening abroad. So it made a good amount of money in France and Australia. Like I said, Laura saw it and you know, like, you know, so Laura wasn't, you know, she's abroad. She's not going to go see every movie that comes out. No. And I'll show you. So the fact that they went and saw this is like, Oh, that's kind of, she said it was kind of weird, but it was almost like, not like a big event movie, but kind of. No, but yeah, it would have something would have had to drive her to see right. see that one as opposed to something else. Uh, so, I, do you think that they just they and I wonder if they didn't even set up a distribution deal in the United States at all until they saw how things were going in you know Europe and abroad and Asia and then decided to do it. No, I don't know, I but it, that, would, that would be my guess if you yeah. it, just because of the timeline. Yeah, so like, long. Right. So I bet they were probably maybe they were trying to figure it out. Be like, all right, we'll see how this plays in Europe. We'll see how this plays in uh in other countries and then if it's playing well maybe uh a distributor will take it and then really do a real marketing effort they did also release it at the right time um this is january you know think about what's in the movies in january right you have all the oscar movies yeah but there's not a lot of like alternative stuff like for you know there's a lot of people that don't like those kind of oscar movies they want to go see an action movie and just kind of watch that so yeah, yeah, yeah. um this is a perfect time. And a lot of the January movies are trash. Like you'll see some really shitty movies come out in January. Well, you're so up against for, things like the Super Bowl too. Right. And it also just cold and people are just, you know, all these movies just come out on Christmas. Right. So you're competing with a lot of stuff that's kind of hanging out for a while in the theaters. Yeah. So usually you'll see kind of like, a, you know, some really weak horror movies will come out in January. And, you know, just, just some, some sort of alternative entertainment. Yeah. So for something like Taken, which I, my opinion isn't a bad movie at all. Um, to, to run counter to that, but still kind of fill that need, uh, you can see why the movie made so much money. Yeah. Yeah, I am surprised that, so I'm I'm not surprised that the second movie did better, which is something, made something like 350 million. It happens a lot. But I am surprised the third did as well as it did. I don't really, I didn't look into sequels at all. We, well, I'm just saying them, but like we can look at the money made. I guess. But I'm not, not, not because of the quality of the film, but just because you think just, it'd be sort of tired out by that time. No, well, they stopped it at three. They said the three would be the last one, I think, yeah. right? So, I mean, that's, that's not... And the second ones often do make more than the first. Yeah. Because now right. you have, you know, people who have maybe caught the movie on video or caught the movie on yeah. cable or whatever. So now you have a, a larger audience than you initially had. So that's not surprising. Uh, I'm not surprised by that at all, actually. Anything else with this fucking movie? So yeah. you're gonna. So you, I'm gonna. So what are you giving it? it? So what are you giving the movie? Yeah, you have. It's you have like to grade C it. C minus D plus is what I call. And thumbs up or thumbs down on this, on this bad boy? That's a hard one for me. Can I give it a D plus and still recommend it? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? I would only. It's because why of the are caveat. you considering recommending this? So you you were so because of the caveat of of if you're interested in seeing Liam Neeson in an action role, then this would be the one to see it. That's the only caveat that I would. No, I'm not recommending this. Fuck that. Yeah, if you're if you're in yeah the, yeah if you're thumbs down. Region, you're not thumbs down, dude. 
Thumbs right, down. So thumbs down. You're you a, don't have to see this movie. A D plus and a thumbs down. D plus a C minus. Yeah, D plus. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a B minus. That is... That is ridiculous. A very light V minus. And I know up. people will be on your side for this one, of course. Yeah, of course, uh, I'm right. No, uh, it, you know, <laughs> but but in this one, this will be popular. Like people will have nostalgia, feel good vibes about this one, seeing Liam Neeson in this type of role, and uh, they won't have you know given it a critical maybe second look. No, again, no, they'll they'll go if they go back, go back and watch it now, and you tell me what you think. The story is absolute dog shit. The script is absolute dog shit. I agreed. The action, good. All right. All right. Anything else? No. Good. Oh, shit. I <laughs> got it. Nice job, man. Just dance. Oh, that's terrible. Just dance. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. We've already done this album. This is the yeah. fame. Uh, this was um, this was the debut album um, for Lady Gaga. Did we do Poker Face? We did Poker Face, yeah. uh, which I think also hit number one. This was the first this single yeah. that went out mm-hmm. and um, hit number one. And of course, you know, it was huge. It sold 10 million copies of Signal. Po- Poker Face did really well. Uh, two, there were four paparazzis also on here. Of the four big ones on this album, paparazzi is my favorite. I like that one. Oh, this is my favorite, Just Dance. You like favorite. Just Dance? Yeah. Okay, well, of course it is because it's a piece of shit song. So, what the um, fuck is wrong with you? Lady Gaga is awesome. What's wrong with actually, you? Actually, I so I've been thinking about why. What is my issue with Lady Gaga? Because I, I really want to like Lady Gaga. She's I pretty really want to like her. Yeah. Um, and I do like later Lady Gaga mm-hmm. more than I like the early Lady Gaga. But my issue is, oh, and this, by the way, it sold 18 million copies. This is huge. It's like kind of one of the biggest albums ever. Um, yeah. You know, top 50 or top 100 or sure. something. And it's a really I mean, good album too, by the way. It's okay. My Ugh. issue with her, year end, it was number three. Decade end, it's number 35. I mean, it's a, and th- yeah. we're talking about ending in 2009. So. Right. So she, <laughs> she was dealt a bad hand. She was dealt a bad right. hand. Right. You know, so um, she my problem is she's similar to Pink and Black Eyed Peas in the way that no. her lyrics are not good. They're too on the nose. She tells a story like, I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this. Where are my keys? I lost my phone. What's going on on the floor? I love this record, baby, but I just can't see straight anymore. Keep it cool. What's the name of this club? I can't remember, but it's all right. Just dance. It's just the most. That's fine. That's, that's not, actually, I think those lyrics are good. You think those lyrics are good? Yeah. They're establishing a lot. There's a lot. Like, they're they're setting what that song's about. It's just about being, like, fucked up and, like, somewhere. And it's like, yeah, but it's just, they're not good, though. I mean, they're describe not, it in a more poetic way. You don't have to just describe, oh, I then I went to the door. Oh, then I opened the door. Then I walked into the dance club. Oh, then I was dancing in the dance club. I think club, they're fine. I, I, we've they're encountered fine. so many worse lyrics on this show. Oh, yeah, but that's not an argument. I mean, yes, there are terrible lyrics out there, but but my problem with Lady Gaga is if she wrote good lyrics, it would be so much better. Way better. She's also, I, that's my problem. It gets better though. Her career gets better. So Joanne to me, that album is really good. Do you know that one? Joanne. Yeah. Her album, Joanne is really good. Um, check out this song, this song called this, uh, this is the uh, album, Joanne song, Joanne. Joanne is, she sings this and it's out of tune. And I love the song anyway. Listen. 
so pretty. Awesome. It's an yeah, awesome song. No, I would. Uh, no, she, I guess that was her album in 2016. I hadn't. I hadn't heard oh, that. This uh, album's really good. I was listening to this today. I was much happier listening to this album. Um, the other thing is she that holds sounds a little bit like her uh, some of the stuff in The Star Is Born. Yep. Yeah, it's it's closer which, to that. Which is good. And uh, very good. Great. She does a bunch of acoustic stuff on here. It's it's more like rock pop acoustic, and there's a bunch of acoustic tracks. There's another version of the of this song, Joanne, that's way more processed. It's slower. It's piano, and there's more orchestration. And I don't. And she's in tune, and I don't like it as much. She literally, she's out of tune in this, and I it doesn't bother me at all. I love mm. that song. And the other reason that I have a problem with her, and her, and I I give her credit because. She's 21 in 2009 or something. Like, she's young. No, she's still young. Uh, wait, she was born in 85. Yeah, maybe 22, 23. She's still young. Maybe 24, but okay. Wait a minute. So, eight, maybe she was 86 when she was born. She's 35 she's born 86 now. Is that what, 85? Yeah. Oh, 05. So, okay, so 23, 24. So, she's young. So, I give her credit for that. But she also holds back when she sings in, in these early tracks. It's like she has a hard time emoting. And it changes. By the time we get to Joanne, you listen to this album, Joanne, and it's a different story. Just that, the, you know, when she was kicking into the chorus of Joanne. Yeah. You get, she's starting to really, like, push. And it sounds... I felt like her st- when she's young, she's using the visuals to evoke the emotion. You know, she's got a very flamboyant style visually, even uh, not, not just her stage presence, but also in the videos. Yeah, of course. And... And that's fine, but I think that the music isn't evoking the same thing. It's she's more disaffected. She's just not emoting with her vocals. Where by the time we get here, and I, I haven't seen A Star Is Born, but I'm yeah. imagining one of the reasons why you like that is because she's also really emotive in that movie as well. Yeah, and that's what I like. Is I you know I wanna I I like that part of her career. The earlier stuff, the dance stuff, I can just get kind of anywhere, and it's just as good or better with some of the other pop stars at the time. That's oh, my problem. I disagree with that. I, I and I agree. I agree with your main point that like some of her later stuff. But I haven't heard Joanne enough. I, I really should go back. I'll yeah, check it tonight. out. Um, some of her later stuff is a lot. I, I love the. Uh, it's just standards, but the stuff with Tony Bennett. It's is, beautiful. Is great. She's great. And the Star Is Born soundtrack. I've listened to a ton. So like yeah. some of her later stuff is really good. I don't think this other stuff, the fun club stuff, is. It's, you know, I mean, obviously, I guess the logical comparison is someone like Madonna. Yeah. You know, she's a little disaffected on something like Borderline. Borderline's a great song. It is a great song. And it doesn't show her full range you get when she talks like does Vogue or like a prayer. Yep. But it's still a really great song. Like I, I, in my mind, like Just Dance and Borderline are like in that same ballpark of like, all right, this is their first big song that came out. Um, and it's really fun. It's really, it's a really like, I, every time I hear it, like I, I'm, it just puts me in a better yeah. mood. They're both great songs. But yeah, does it show their what they what these talented women can do like full on? No, no. But it's it's still a really good song for me. Borderline is well, like Madonna's always been warmer, even in that time period too. I th- maybe it's also the way it was recorded. So you know, she was in the recording in the eighties, a way different style than the recording in the you know mid two thousand or two thousand ten ish, late two thousands. It you you're doing a lot of digital recording, which is colder in general. Um, the tones that you use are colder in general where the stuff on Madonna, it's like real drums and real guitar and, you know, real bass and all that stuff. So I, I, I feel like there's more, it's less hollow feeling than, than what's going on with Lady Gaga now. And so here, here's my comp. It's if you're going to do sort of disaffected, um, hollow or colder material, then what's more creative is something like this. Man eater. 
Who is, so who is it? It's Nelly Furtado. I'm not saying I love this, but it's just, it's, this it's is more creative. Her song, what was that? It's not even her song, you know? No, that is her song. Maneater is, um, no, that's, um, is it Duran Duran? No, it's Hall and Oates, but oh, it's, sorry, it's, it's sorry, a completely different song. Right, that's, right. Yeah, that, that's not a cover. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that song. Nelly Furtado is not enough there for me. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, there's not enough there for me for Lady Gaga at this time, too. And it's sad because I respect her, and I think she's a good artist. And I think she's got a great voice, and I think she's a creative writer. But this time period, her, you know, her first album is not, it's just not my thing. Not my thing. Um, it's a bad take by you. No, it's a great take. I do like Paparazzi. I think that's a good song. It's a nice pop song. But song. Poker Face, I, I felt the same way about like Poker, Poker Face when we too. came out. It's, but I know. like Just Dance more. Just Dance is like really fun. It's a really fun song. Yeah. The, the thing I do like about it is the bridge section, which is uh, which is kind of interesting. This is great. That's what I said. I like the bridge I know, section. I'm saying it's awesome. With the that delay. Hey, have you ever been like somewhere drunk? Have I? Of course I have. <laughs> You're you really about? fucked up. Somewhere. I mean, not as much That's as you it have. Feels like. Probably not, but this is what it feels like. I, I get it. Like, I, I know how to use music to evoke an emotion. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, they do, but, like, that's something you wouldn't hear in a regular, in a traditional, like, pop. Like, she's doing some really interesting stuff you don't typically hear in a regular pop song. And I think her voice is, re- obviously, it's more restrained here than, than we hear, Way like, more, A Star yeah. is Born, of yeah, course. right. But it's still, like, really interesting voice, especially back then when you heard it, you, you know, you didn't know, that you like, you, you didn't know A Star is Born was coming, so you hear yeah. it for the first time, so... Yeah. She has this unusual voice. She's doing some really interesting stuff. Like you said, that bridge section is like, I think it's really awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's cool, cool spot. And it's like, oh, this song is like, it's, it's really fun. I, I, I don't know how. I don't I'm know glad how, you're into it. I don't know how someone like really, I almost like couldn't like it. It's, I mean, it's fine. It's not, but it's, it's not great. Like it's a C. It's fine. Oh. It's not great. It's fine. The bridge section's good. I really I, like that's what that's what I said. I really like this song. You know, when we I, I said I like the bridge section. It's cool. It's interesting with the delay on there. It's it's cool. It's a cool <sighs> cool spot. So have you ever been drunk somewhere? Yes, you asked up? me that already. I, I mean, not you know, not like every night, like you in the dorms, but mm. but I have been definitely intoxicated in uh, a, a yeah number of times in my life. Yes, but like out, not so much not, anymore. Not like, like yeah, like at out. clubs and yeah. bars and all sorts of stuff. Of course, <laughs> how did that go? Very well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm very entertaining. Ugh. What do you mean? Can't how really did it go? What do you, what do you mean? I, what do you mean you can't imagine? Can't. Why? I did, I did, I'm actually a, I'm a, a happy intoxicated person. I'm not like uh, an angry drunk. Drink like more. Some other people. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like some more things. You, you don't like taking. You don't like just dance. Maybe you drink some more. You might enjoy some things. Like Sandlot or Animal House. Maybe, maybe you'd be a happier person. <laughs> I definitely need to drink through fucking Sandlot to make that okay. <laughs> Jesus. Such a miserable guy. I'm not. What are you talking about? You need to drink more. I think. I think that's what we discovered here. Maybe. Yes. I'll, I'll do that. Thank Good. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else with Lady Gaga? Because I, I, that's I pretty really, much it. I really I, like Lady Gaga. It's a shame you don't like this song. I was kind of hoping that. I, I, it's I'm fine. Kinda, I'm kind of shocked you don't. I, I think it's a, I think it's a much, I think it's, when it comes to like pop songs, it's, it, it has a lot of creativity that a lot of pop songs don't have. <laughs> so she's quirky, but I don't think it's creative because I don't like the way that she makes connections a lot of times in her songs. I don't think that they, her, the sections necessarily go together well. Um, where so I think someone like Katy Perry makes a much more fluid pop song that makes more sense um, between the sections, and so some people would say, okay, well that's more creative because it's because it's uh, like what, what's her face? Uh, who's the guy? Who's the um, the woman that that Elon Musk is um, is oh, uh, Grimes? Dating? Grimes. Like people think that's 
really cool about her too, where the sections of her songs don't make sense or she rambles on sections to section. And I just think that that is a, a person who doesn't know how to write music. She's, she's terrible. And so Lady Gaga kind of has a little bit of that too in her early career. Now she was young, you know, she's 20, early twenties. So I give her, I give her a pass for that. But there are also, there are plenty of other examples of young female artists who have great writers around them that, that do way more cohesive pop songs. So you couple that with her disaffectedness with, you know, with, it doesn't, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like she's emoting very much. And it just, her early stuff doesn't do it for me. Whereas Joanne, that album I think is really, really good. Katy Perry's first big hit was A Kissed a Girl. Like That song's pretty That's dumb. a cool song. No, uh, the concept might be dumb, but the song is really well written. It's a cool song. I think it the, sounds awesome. That's a that's a really cool song. To me, that song like it just there's not a lot there. Oh, it's a, it's got such a great vibe. It's it, that is a great song. You should listen to it again. So you're it's a Katy Perry good. guy. I'm a Lady Gaga guy. Then I think that's what we discovered. Doing but later show. in the career, I, Lady Gaga. But later in the career, Katy Perry sucks. Like her career doesn't. She doesn't have a career that's what anymore. I'm saying. So she Lady American Gaga, Idol. she grew into her career. Yeah, she wasn't just about being flamboyant anymore. She was about being you know have, having a creative voice. I think early on she just does not know how to write quite yet, and then she gets better. Good for her to do doing the doing the Tony Bennett stuff, and she she yeah. was great. I mean, she gets a lot of praise from me for doing that stuff. And and Joanne, she's she's very talented. Yeah, but early in the career, early in her career, I'm not I'm not really into it. That's a shame. I, it, it's because I think some of that stuff is is some fun music. I, it, um, it, I I do. I put it you put it on. It, it is fun. Like I, I play that album. Like oh, this is good stuff. Like I'm just it's just I'm just enjoying it. But yeah, I, yeah. But maybe you know. I am. There are other pop stars that I, I enjoy more of their earlier career yeah. than her. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Um. What 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 were you doing? <laughs> well said. Um. <laughs> I was. Uh, so. I guess I could talk about like two different uh, times uh, in my life. I, I went to. I've gone to NFL Fan Fest twice, like Super Bowl NFL Fan Fest twice. When when does that does that happen during the Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's like the week leading up. Okay. So like, um, or two weeks leading up, I guess, because you figure NFL has two weeks yeah. before the Super Bowl, you know, so they go to that city and they, you know, they know where they're going. So they have a lot of time. It's not like the World Series NBA Finals. They have a lot of time to set up and prepare. Right. Because it's not a surprise because the locations are always predetermined. Um, so I went to Florida. It was in Tampa. I went to go visit my friend Brian uh, in 2009, January. Yep. So I know this is like, I think we're, I'm probably a couple weeks off here, but yeah. not, not too far. Yeah. Um, but it was January of 09. I went to go visit my friend, Brian, and we had planned the trip out, you know, like well, it worked out time-wise, but also it was cool because NFL Super Bowl was going to be like that following week. So they had the fan fest. So I'm like, oh, Brian went and got us tickets. Cool. It was so much fun. Like it was, um, you did things like you could have like a 40-yard dash. Um, you could uh, kick an extra point. Oh, yeah. Um, they had like uh they had like you know you could catch passes thrown from like you know a long way and like it had like a lot of like fun interactive um elements to it that, that sounds like fun. that um and they, you know it was all done in the parking lot of Raymond James Stadium that's where the Bucks play that's where the Super Bowl was going to have and their parking lot it was huge so they had like a lot of space to really open up and because it's Florida I know it's obviously January but it's still it's so warm it's sixty five it's pretty nice it's yeah. actually kind of perfect so yeah it was all like a lot of stuff was intense probably to protect from like rain and stuff. But other than that, you're all, you're outside the whole time. Yeah. So, you know, you go to like, they had like a bunch of like food, like trucks and stuff set up. So you go, you know, you're eating outside, you know, you're doing the 40 yard dash outside. Yeah. You're um, doing these crazy, like football. I said, the cash is passed. They, they like would throw you a pass. You have to kind of evade these like dummy tacklers. Like it was like, it was a lot yeah. of fun stuff. Um, and they had some cool shops there. Uh, 
and uh, like you can go in and check out some some different kind of jerseys. And then one place had the uh, the Lombardi Trophy, and had another place had all the Super Bowl rings ever. Oh, cool! So like there was a lot of like some some cool stuff. Some you know they had like um like I don't know, like trailers they kind of built or whatever like modular things they kind of build. You walk into and then you can like that's where they would have a lot of the merchandise and a lot of like sure. the, the fancy stuff like the rings and stuff were in. I said, you know, it sounds like I'm, I'm saying these Super Bowl rings are in these like dumpy trailers. It was not the case. It was, <laughs> no, I'm sure it not. Was like a, you know, the NFL comes in, they do everything pretty first class. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was nice. It was like, and it's all in one area. You park your car once, you get out, you do the thing. It, it was fun. It was a really good experience. I had, a, I had a really fun time. Were there a ton of people there too? Yeah. 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 And we went on like a fucking like Thursday or something, whatever, or Wednesday leading up to the Super Bowl. I've never mm-hmm. been to a Super Bowl, by the way. I've never actually gone to one, but I, I've, uh, I was at this event uh, beforehand. Yeah, so like it was cool because like obviously everyone, no one there, I'm sure went went to the actual game. It was a lot of families, and yeah. but it was a cool way for like that town to still kind of celebrate the Super Bowl being there without needing to worry about fronting the two thousand dollars to buy a ticket. Right, like so it was it was awesome. It was like it was a real real fun cool event. Flash forward to 2014, uh, and I'm in New York, and that's the year New York had the Super Bowl. All right, and that was the one between um uh the uh the, of course the 2009 one was the uh, Steelers and Cardinals. Yeah. The 2014 was the Seahawks and Broncos. And uh, it is in New York. Obviously, it was in New Jersey, but whatever. It's in New York City, you know. And um, they had the Fan Fest in like Herald Square. If you know New York at all, it's like where Macy's is. So it's like not that far. It's like 36th Street. It's not that far from like Times Square area. Yeah. So it's a really touristy area. And the big event, the big thing they had was they had like, they called this toboggan. But basically, it's like when you were a kid, Remember going to the, you ever go to like the, the fair and stuff when you're sure. like, you have like that and- big slide and you have like a peanut sack. Oh yeah. And you go, it's kind of, yeah. even for the fair, it's kind of a dumpy ride, but yeah. you gotta go It's quick. Usually the lines move yeah. quick, pretty quick. So you just go and do it. But like no one ever goes to the fair going, oh, I hope I can go on the fucking <laughs> no, giant slide right. and the peanut sack. <laughs> kind of sucks, but you just go and do it cause it's there. So that's, was the big, that was the big thing they had with, they had, they called it the toboggan, but, um, and it was right in times square. I was like, well, I'm like, I wouldn't mind doing it just to kind of see what the view is from there. I Absolutely. Guess. And like, just to kind of do it. I just to say I did it. I go there, man. Hey, remember it's January, New York. So it's cold as shit. Yeah. No fun. So I'm like, I'll go. Uh, and uh, I was by myself too. Like my ex didn't want to go. I'm like, I don't oh, blame this cold. I'm like, I, oh, it's, it's kind of sucks. I'm like, it's lonely though to go so by I yourself. Go and I'm like, I'm like, do I want to wait in line by myself for two hours doing this fucking, I'm like, fuck this. Like the, the line was crazy. Dude, it was, it was like three hour waits. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, this is stupid. I don't, I don't so I'm like, oh, I can do it. I'll go in some of the shops or I'll see if they have some of these same fan engagement things that I had when I right. went in Florida. Dude, it sucked. Then, you know, they have it at Macy's. So um, Macy's is a, you know, a store in, in New York. Obviously everyone knows that, but uh, it, if you've never gone, maybe you don't understand how vast it is. It is literally the size of a it's city huge. block. Yeah. It's the size of a city block. It is huge. It is yeah. massive. It's tall. It's wide. It's huge. So they have like one of the floors was kind of four. Uh, NFL stuff, but it was kind of like relegated to the side and the jerseys they had were super generic. There was nothing special or interesting. They had some other like pop-up stuff set up, but like you didn't want to go back out in the cold. No. And the, everything that I saw was like kind of lame well, and cheesy. And who thought to do that? That seems like an impossible thing to do. You, Macy's is a giant department store. You you get to move everything out of the way. Like it's so much easier to do it in a parking lot where you're just bringing everything in. It's so big. I guess that was the one place they figured Jesus. they could put stuff. I guess you know, they, they did move some of the regular merchandise. I'm guessing away, but so you had like half of a four of a Macy's, which doesn't sound like much. It actually is pretty big. It's big, but, but the stuff they had, but then you're also dealing with, see, when I went to the event in Tampa, yeah. you had to get a, a bracelet. Sure. Right. So like basically, you had to like drive your car there, 
go there, buy a ticket. So anyone who's there wanted to be there. Right. In New York, it's this fucking shit show. So you have people who are just like regular Macy's New Yorkers like me, yeah. who probably wouldn't have gone if it wasn't right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have people who are there for the Super Bowl. So you did see some people in like Seahawks and Broncos sure. gear, which that's exciting for them. I get it. And people who are just there for the Super Bowl. And you have like just like other tourists who are there for other reasons. And they're just kind of like there too. So everyone's like kind of like walking into each other. It's really fucking confusing. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's, you know, the Super Bowl itself was actually on a, on a uh, uh, oddly warm day. Mm. Remember everyone's like, it might snow for the Super Bowl, but then it ended up being a really warm day. But the week leading up to it was not. And it was fucking cold. And it's like, this just sucks. It was such a lame event. And then the Super Bowl in New York was a disaster. Obviously the game sucked. And then, um, is that Manning? Uh, 2014? Yes. Yeah. So Broncos won. No, that was either the Seahawks won. Manning did not... Uh, the Seahawks beat the Broncos that year. Okay. The uh, Broncos thought- won, I think, the next year, the okay. year after that. Right. Um, But it was, a, it was a blowout game. Yeah. And then everyone got stuck because... um. It's in New Jersey. I said that they have a kind of a special train that I've gone to a game in my life, but a regular season game, but Super Bowl obviously it's really crowded. Sure. And now you have all these rich people who aren't used to waiting for things and they uh. fucking melted down after the game got over. There it was a big, and also, it's also fucking, you know, yes, it's a warm January, but it's still cold. It's still cold. It's still like night. Now it's like 11 o'clock at night. You want to get home. The trains like didn't have enough trains available uh. was, and everyone's like stuck there for hours. So you have these like high you know, high rich people, like high end rich people, like who are like all pissed off for like three hours waiting for. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so is it, so don't like, do the Super Bowl in New York. Don't do the Super Bowl in New York. It's fucking, I mean, it's better to do it in Foxborough because there's what's around there. You could just section off a, you know what I mean? Like they never, they, they're so rare that they would do that, but, but it's even hard there. Like I know they have the parking lot there, but they, yeah. they, they have Patriot place. It's still kind of a crowded, like anything in the Northeast. It's just too crowded. It here. is. Yeah. Like some of these other places where they build these, like, and then Arizona or something. Like they, yeah, where they built, right. Arizona, like they picked a spot because they knew they would get the Super Bowls. Right. So like they built this, like they have this, re- they have like a whole complex. Yeah. Where like the Patriots, they did the best they could, but like they built it on the same place the other one was at. Yeah. Like it's still like this, Route One's a disaster. Getting in out of there is a true. nightmare. Yeah. Like it sucks. Like all of these Northeast places, as much as it'd be cool to have the Super Bowl there, it's not really, because it's more than just the game. Right. It's not like the World Series. It's, it's different. And, um, it sucked. Like it was such a bad experience. Like, but the one in Florida was so much better. So I guess, I don't know if you have a chance to go to some of these warm weather places and you're just there that week and you're kind of like, Hey, it's Super Bowl is in my town. Go to the favorite. It's, it's yeah, actually it's was fun. pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was fun. I got to kick an extra point. Like that, like, that's fun. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's fun. I'd it's, like to do that. That would fun. be fun. Just, yeah. It was just cool. And, uh, it ended up being a really good time. So I, I, I was, that was a fun, that was a fun trip. That was like the, probably the funnest part of that trip. That was, that was a good time. Cool uh shall we move on to headlines sure. yeah john updike dies oh. 76 years old uh from lung cancer two pulitzer prizes that guy for the um he did the rabbit series i never i think i read maybe the first one i tried to read first i'm not into those i'm not a huge i, I didn't like and like the character's an asshole yeah i remember and he ended up like cheating on his wine he's just a shithead yeah they did right so we did like five or six yeah. books it was sort of the life of this guy right yeah i, think I read maybe the first one which is i think a really interesting idea it is like it's basically uh, the rabbits series about this like guy that used to be this uh, big time high school athlete. Yeah. And he's still in town. He's kind of, and he's just, and he kind of like, he's really kind of hates his life. He doesn't feel like he, he, he feels like he's, he's kind of a has been in his town. Yeah. Which he kind of is. And, um, and he, he just kind of like be, basically behaves in selfish ways. And it's like, eh, I don't want to read about this. Yeah. But Better. I do like the idea of like taking someone's life though, like a fictional, life and breaking it like that to me is interesting that but is maybe interesting. it's not though and like it's it's interesting in theory 
But if you actually do it, it's like oh, people's lives kind of suck. Yeah, I mean, how <laughs> how many major events are you going to need to describe throughout the? Like, you'd have to have the the most interesting life, you know, to yeah, make it interesting. Yeah, but if you do that, it's not even like I think what I was trying to do was like he didn't want it to be like that. He wanted no. it to be like an average life. But like, is an average life fun to read about? In like, yeah, over several books. Yeah, and then the guy's going to be an asshole. Pretty much. Also, did Witches of Eastwick? Did he? Yeah, he wrote that. And he wrote the uh, he wrote the Ted Williams thing too, right? The essay uh, about uh, think, t- t- the kid bids adieu. I think so. It's him, right? I think so. I read that. that he was an Ipswich. Good. He was an Ipswich by that time. So, nineteen sixty. Wait a minute. No. Yeah, he moved his family to Ipswich, Mass. Um, I'm pretty sure he wrote the kid bids adieu, which, which is quite good. Yeah. Uh, Ford Motor Company loses fourteen point six billion dollars this year you might remember in 2008 was of course the financial crisis oh yeah and then right after the banks go down Mm. then the car car industry goes down that both get fucking propped up by the federal government this Mm -hmm. is like federal government prop up uh time um you know which well i'm gonna actually talk about that so so also this week so beyond that that goes together is the second major stimulus passes so you had bush do the first stimulus right get this um, $150 billion in 2008 uh, right after the bank banking crisis. And at the time, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. And it was 600 bucks, you know, it's basically a tax write-off for, for every person. Then Obama comes in and does, uh, so the first one was the ESA. It was uh, $600 each. The 2009 was ERA. That's A-R-R-A. That's what happened this week. And that was um, $820 billion, which was then more like tax write-offs, basically $800 per couple plus some kids stuff. But now, of course, 2021, it, we've got to be like $3 trillion or something. And, you know, so those really prime the pump for, uh, for the fucking stimulus packages that are happening now. And I, I just remember thinking back at that time being like, this is such fucking bullshit. And it's, it's, it's like a... It's like a hundredth of what it is now, or you know, 15% of what it is. Right now. It's just not, fucking crazy. It's not, not even worth getting upset about this stuff. It's just, it's like, just, like what's the what's the point of being upset about it you know i don't know you know what i mean I'd like right but like, i mean i can't it's, it's a bohemian there's nothing worse. i can do yeah it's, right it's like, it, like well collapse will eventually happen and then eh, you know will it though? yeah oh yeah just keep printing money no i mean yeah you're gonna see the rise of china it's gonna be it's gonna be rough 20 years next 10 20 we are at the tail end of uh u.s dominance it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly pretty soon but that's all right we're gonna live in the woods and be fine with my turkeys, there's a turkey outside there, right? Is now. it? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I got you know, forty years left, right? As long as we can make it to then, I'm fine. Yeah, but do you want? I just don't want to live like a really like a pauper's life, you know, in, in where you, the healthcare system collapses and there's no, you know, can't get groceries. Never, it never gets that bad. As a, I mean, in some, well, that's how it was in Russia or the USSR before communism failed. If we if we go down that route, um, it's going to get to that point where you're going to see the United States rot out from the from the core, from the inside, and then yeah, we're going to have a hard time getting food and medical supplies and all that stuff. It could be ugly. Could be my take. It'll be fine. Yeah, fuck it. Just drink, man. You got to drink more, Matt. It's going to be okay. I think you should drink more. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's what was happening this week. Um, I think that's pretty you should much what I got. Just stop wearing seatbelts too, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just try it. Out. Better, more comfortable. You have more room to move around. Yep. Well, I don't drive much. So it doesn't matter anyway. You, should, you know, what you should do it. I'm just oh, thinking. Oh, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, just, I'm sure I'm you're just, just ripping your Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. This, this is going to be great. Go ahead. Pretty sure. You should drink a lot. Yeah. Then get in your car. Don't wear a seatbelt. Just see what happens. Dance around. You could listen to Kenny I'm into Perry it. And we'll go on a road trip together. No, no, no. no, no I think we should no, go on a road trip together. I don't want to be in a car with you. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
Fuck. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because that, that's pretty much it. Uh, we're back next week with uh, Blade Runner. And uh, <laughs> you look at listen to you. I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. I will we'll test. I know. I know. I, and then uh, it's raining really hard. We're taping this too. Uh, if Liam Neeson died or something, and we, we like, why didn't they talk about that? We're taping these way in advance. Yeah. So anything could happen between now and then. We're taping this on May thirtieth. I think this episode is going to come out on like June. I don't know, twelfth or something. Is it? Is yeah, we're definitely like we're like ten days. I know, like back, at some point, or, yeah, I think it's like yeah, something think, like that. Yeah, like two weeks ahead, and then we're taping the other ones ahead as well. The, the Blade Runner episode will be ahead right. as well, so way ahead. Yeah, like, like Harrison yeah. Ford like shot up a, a shopping mall, and <laughs> we in, won't know in Illinois. Why don't you guys talk about yeah, that? Like, is, oh, we won't, I don't know, it didn't happen. We won't have yeah, that I don't know, information. Uh, but, but so yeah, so we are we're this, back. This is, but we also have tomorrow's episode too because this is a Saturday. Episode. Yes, we are back. Uh, if you uh, right, so if you have a Patreon, you're going to hear us on Sunday. We're going to be uh, Grand Torino, Grand Torino, and then you, a Wayne Brady song. Did you do, should I take you to task about, like, why? Should we say that for the show on Patreon? Yeah, or? yeah. All right. I didn't, I didn't like that. I don't care. <laughs> it right. charted. I know, but I feel like there's no, no, no real music we could talk about. We had to talk about Wayne Brady. Yeah. <sighs> when will we ever, 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 ever talk about him? Why do we ever, 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 ever need to talk oh, about Oh, well, him? now you're just, like, giving it away what you think about this. I haven't, I've never heard the song. I have not heard the song at all. Or at least I don't believe I have. I don't remember the song. I don't remember. I just feel like there's probably was someone more timely, a musical act we could have talked about. But you want to talk about Wayne Brady? Yeah, this will be the only time that we ever get to do it, probably. So that's our show on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Pay money and get back. You're excited for it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, fine. Um, I guess that's yeah, it. Yeah, so Grand Torino on Sunday uh, if you're Patreon. And then we're back on Saturday with Blade Runner. Bye. <laughs>